Caitlin Bloom, and welcome to Talk Therapy to Me, where we learn to practice self-awareness and self-care and meet our individual needs. No couch required. Hey y'all, welcome back to Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. So excited you decided to join me again today. I wanted to jump back into our series on depression and kind of address the connection between depression and anxiety. I'm sure you're thinking, okay, Caitlin, there are so many differing symptoms for each of those. How could they possibly overlap? And I'm glad you asked because I'm happy to answer that for you. Something to keep in mind is that on the surface for a lot of struggles, mental illness, mental disorders, anything, there can be overlapping symptoms. And especially for depression and anxiety. For example, some overlapping symptoms could be difficulty concentrating, sleep issues, overall tiredness, feeling weary, fatigue, and even loss of interest in previously enjoyed activities. Anxiety may occur as a symptom of clinical depression. It's also common to have depression that's triggered by an anxiety disorder, such as generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, or even some kind of separation anxiety disorder. Many people have a diagnosis of both an anxiety disorder and clinical depression. Think about it like this, too. If you are in a constant state of hypervigilance, your body is going to get tired at some point. Then you experience fatigue, exhaustion. Maybe you're not able to perform at the same level of functioning as you normally would. That would make depression a symptom of the anxiety disorder. The difference is that with anxiety disorders, you experience excessive fear and anxiety that interferes with functioning, while with depressive disorders, you experience sad, empty, or irritable moods, along with cognitive changes that significantly affect your capacity to function. Understanding the root of your issues and struggles can really help you identify what is really going on. As I've said many times, remember, it's all about your level of functioning. We all have our moments, of course, of anxious energy. Maybe you have those moments like, okay, if you go to Walmart, oh my gosh, there's always way too many people there, way too many things happening, and it can just be uncomfortable for you. And you could also experience lowered mood on occasion. And that can also mean from extenuating circumstances or experiences outside of your control, or even with all of these, like either anxious energy or lowered mood, it can be from hormone changes or anything going on in your body. With that said, that doesn't always signify criteria for a diagnosis of a depressive disorder or an anxiety disorder. Bear in mind, as always, that life stressors such as death, illness, job loss can trigger symptoms of anxiety and depression. So you can deal with these symptoms at a level that interrupts your ability to function. 
for a period of time while you deal with the aftermath of a stressor. And I will say that, you know, as I've mentioned before, there's not a set step-by-step of, okay, well, how long will I be dealing with this if it's from a job loss? Or how long will I be dealing with this if I lost a loved one? Those look really different for everyone. And the most important thing is that you are moving forward to heal. And that means like developing coping skills like we've talked about before. It means understanding the root of what's going on and being able to offer yourself grace in everything happening in your life. And once you've had that time to heal and offer yourself compassion, you may move forward and never experience that level of depression or anxiety, even if it was due to a life stressor. So a lot of times, like I would say, think about it like symptoms of depression and anxiety are very normal responses to stressful life circumstances. Like you're a normal human being to experience these things. They are your symptom, your system's way of getting your attention so that you can attend to healing. As you've heard me mention too, everything is connected. Our mental, emotional, and physical functioning is all connected. And when one of those is out of whack, for lack of a better term, then the other areas will suffer. It's so important to listen to our bodies and check in with ourselves to be able to recognize what's going on and deal with our healing accordingly. And again, like remember, if you have really a stressful family life, of course you're going to feel more depressed. Of course you're going to feel more overwhelmed. If you lost a loved one, of course you're going to feel more grief and maybe lack of motivation to do anything. Of course you are. I think it's so important to offer ourselves like compassion and grace with everything that goes on in our lives because living is hard. Living is difficult. And offering ourselves grace and compassion is really the only way to get through it. So with all that said, treatment for both anxiety and depression, we've touched on a little bit, talked about a little bit, and it is possible that they are treated at the same time. As I said, It may be helpful for you in therapy to detail your symptoms so that a licensed provider can offer insight, help you make connections between them, maybe even how they work together or how they're not working together. Something I often say to people is, is this working for you still? Because a lot of times we will indulge in feelings and indulge in certain ways of functioning when they're not really helpful for us. It's because it's familiar. And that's something I think a lot of people can fall into with depression and anxiety, with honestly anything, with any kind of emotion as well. It's like, wow, this makes me feel a certain way. And maybe you don't enjoy it. That's not really the question here. 
but it's more because it's familiar to you. Like if, for example, you've grown up in a very chaotic, unstable environment, those kinds of environments are going to be familiar and more comfortable to you because you're used to them. That can apply to literally everything else. If you're more prone to melancholy or depressive moments and just really sitting in those, then it's going to be harder for you to step out of that. If you're more prone to guilt, shame, feelings like that, and having a lot of pressure put on you in your life, again, then it's going to be harder for you to step out of that mindset. As I've said before, a lot of this is about severing those connections in our brain and saying, okay, um, this isn't working. I need to rewire this. So that's what therapy is for. Really digging in, get to healing and talking through everything with someone. So I know this was short and sweet. However, I really felt like it was important to discuss as it's something I hear and see commonly in my work with people. And I think it's really important to note that not everybody is the same and getting to the root of everything is really helpful in improving your functioning, improving your mood, your daily life. Next time, we're going to talk about how trauma has an effect on depression and what that looks for, what that looks like for people experiencing it. Wanted to say thanks again for joining Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. See you next time.